0: Podcast, the weekly audio broadcast that sounds like it's playing at 4x speed. But that's just how fast and high-pitched Allie's voice actually is. And now here are the only podcast hosts who think the 1993 Super Mario Brothers motion picture is underrated. Jennifer Jamula and Allison Gopher.
1: So Many feelings that of childhood sitting on the bedroom floor, hours spent playing <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Allie, wait, uh, hi guys. Wait, first of all, are there listeners hey. here? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. This is Two Girls One podcast with the Daily Dot. Matt's here too. Hey, Matt. Hello. And on this here show, we're talking to people behind internet communities and phenomena. So today, we want to give you the big old gamer alert. Matt, can you put an effect on my voice?
2: <laughs> okay, right, uh, say, say that. Give me one that's like a commercial for like Monster Energy drink, you okay. know, or like Red Bull.
1: Okay. So today we have to give you a big gamer alert. Yes. Like that? That's what I was, that's okay. what I was looking for. <laughs> Cool, because we're talking about gaming, Allie. What do you got to say that about opening that? Opening music
3: <laughs> brought me back and gave me a seizure. Mm. <laughs> we're so just, I'm what? in recovery. <laughs> you know, it's just that it's you know, like it's just you know. It's it sounds it sense, like the n- right. The
1: Neon cat song, so much, or like, they're yeah. Toxic. We've been playing a lot of that on here recently. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh, so I don't it's
3: like a lot that of like out. cracked out sounds, you know. <laughs> so
2: well, you know why that's triggering. is because everyone's played Super Mario Brothers, of course. And when you're playing, you're enjoying the game and enjoy- enjoying the music. But when this happens. That means you're out of time and you gotta get your ass to the end oh. and it's very stressful. And I think that's what uh Oh maybe that's what maybe that there. brought
3: me back too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean I, when I ever when I, whenever I played, I often ran out of time. But guess who never runs out of time?
1: <laughs> <Speed> Today, <runners. laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, there nice, you go.
2: Nicely done. Thank
3: Today you. we are talking to the person who beat the world record for the fastest time to play Super Mario Brothers. But more than that, it is apparently this large online community of speedrunners, of people who are sharing tips and tricks and just playing the game nonstop and trying to get faster and faster times. What I think is the coolest part is that this dude beat a robot.
1: Right? Am I... (laughs) Fake news? Uh, he, he, I think he beat the, <laughs> the computer time, right, Matt? We're, now we're just passing along fake news. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it,
2: more or less right. It's 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 more like if you are a human being, you can use a computer to optimize the run frame by frame, second by second to say this is the optimal way. So I think there is a world record for a tool-assisted run where we have figured out the best way to play it and our guest today did beat that time or achieved that time without the tools, without the without the computer assistance is probably a better way to frame it, but he will tell us better than I can.
1: Guys, I have some news for you. And actually, yeah? um, Ali, but Ali, you you know the news because this this you're the source of this news. <laughs> but I thought everybody should know. So recently on the podcast, a couple episodes ago, I told a story about a rat being in the engine of our Mm. car in New York Mm -hmm. city, Mm -hmm. but Allie forwarded me something today. Do you know that there's recent research that say that rats actually laugh? They laugh.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow.
1: Apparently. And it's normally too high pitch for us to hear. They laugh during (laughs) rough and tumble play, play fighting, or when they're tickled,
4: Oh, that's right
2: So next I time I heard... you see
1: a rat, tickle it yep. <laughs> That's how we're gonna get it out of the engine
2: that that's, just... that's my takeaway Shine a Wait, whole is new it light. still in there?
1: No, no. <laughs> I don't <Okay>. think so <laughs> <laughs> I hope not Jeez. Wait, someone in the new Facebook
3: group posted a raccoon in an engine But yours was a rat in an engine?
1: It was a rat, yeah That is yeah. so
3: gross I rewrote it as a raccoon because that felt better
1: But is it mm-hmm. gross now that you know that rats laugh? <laughs> Because I'm feeling better about it. <laughs> you know what? It's
3: honestly just the tail that's so mm. gross. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. almost a mouse, and mice are kind of cute. I had a pet mm. mouse when I was a kid. I have a friend who had a pet rat, and a tail <laughs> fucking grossed me out. A, a I pet was like rat. Yeah, it was a white, <laughs> like albino rat with, with
1: like red eyes. Well, my my mouse's name was Moose. Try to figure that Your one mouse's out. Mouse's name was Moose.
3: Alright, there's moose some things mouse? to unpack there, but yeah.
1: it also makes sense. Other animals that laugh include chimps, dolphins, and yes, dogs. Um oh, anyway, I just thought y'all should know that. Yeah. That made me happy. I wish I
3: could hear a dog's laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah.
3: Apparently, dolphins laugh, and dolphins are like one of the only other creatures that get pleasure from sex.
1: Real? Oh, well, I did know that actually. From dolphins
3: a, laughing, a and weird fucking. sketch
1: we performed long ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. <laughs> uh, dolphins, are non-human people, as as many f- feel they should be categorized as as people, as sentient beings yeah. not as animals uh as people
3: uh, though that's a little far
2: well but 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 not again non-human people they are not humans yeah. but they have the sentience that is equivalence is not a great word because like they're different creatures in a different environment but that they they have emotions and they can laugh and they can communicate with what we think could be a linguistic kind of system Does that make them a person? Does that give them rights, I guess, is is a better way to to talk about it. Who
3: decided to eat some animals and not others? Why Mm. do we not eat dolphins? I support it. But for instance, we eat octopuses. (laughs) 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 But we don't eat dolphins. Like, what's going on there? And Mm. after seeing the octopus teacher, I can't eat it. I know
1: when that octopus jumped into his arms and gave him a hug, yeah. that was just the cutest oh, thing right. I've They're ever
3: super, seen. super, super yeah. smart, right? Although yeah. that documentary was also like pretty stalkery, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was like, "I looked for her everywhere. I couldn't find her. I'm like, leave her alone. Maybe she doesn't want to be found." <laughs> I
1: know. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of intrusive what he did, but yeah. And then they- he was
3: like, "It was really made me think about my family and how we need to spend time together." And I'm like, "Get out of the water!" <laughs> and spend
1: time with your family then.
2: I don't know what this is but I am I am subscribed.
1: It's a documentary uh, <laughs> on Netflix you can find so it pretty like- easily.
3: Okay. In, in, in mid pandemic, it was like one of the most watched or whatever. Oh,
2: okay. It's, worth,
3: it's worth a watch, but every now and What's then. it called? Oh, and then the octopus gets attacked and loses a leg, and he's like, I could feel her pain. And I'm like, spoken like a true man.
4: <laughs> you
3: watched her get a limb torn off. You think you could feel that pain?
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was next to her for childbirth. <laughs>
1: Uh, Anyway, sidebar. My Mario octopus Brothers, yeah and, yeah, and Mario Brothers, yeah. But I
2: don't. I'm not going to watch it. I'm just going to listen to Allie reenact the whole thing. I think that's going to be better Ooh, for I me. I like that idea.
1: Allie, <laughs> that should
3: be a stand-up. Totally, willing. <laughs> really. I know. You know, not a bad idea. Except that, like, you have to really make sure your audience has seen the documentary. Maybe I right, just right, summarize exactly. the whole movie. I don't know. Yes. Just, summarize, just summarize. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, so before we get into trivia and, and ultimately our interview, um, Matt, I hear that you might have a clip of the world record breaking on hand of the speedrun? Yes, okay.
2: yes. Our guests today, of course, in the speedrunning community, these are broadcast on Twitch. They're live or they're recorded for record-keeping purposes, for practice, for entertainment. And uh, watching the run of, of Niftsky breaking the record is uh, extraordinary because if you know what you're watching, you're like, oh my gosh, he's going to do it. But you can actually hear him realize that the run he's on has the potential to break the record, and then he does it, and uh, it's it's you'll hear how extraordinary it is. And this is all you know. You can't see this, but the chat that is watching the live broadcast is going bananas because they all realize he's on track to uh, to do it. So here is a clip for when Niftsky breaks the world record uh, for Super Mario Brothers. <music>
4: AD I think, holy cow. Wait, what? 8 OH MY GOD! YES!
0: YES! DUDE! WHAT?! Oh my, OH MY GOD!
4: OH MY GOD! OH MY GOD! OH MY GOD! OH MY GOD! I clutched it out! I stayed calm and it worked! Holy cow! Holy cow, holy cow, holy cow! Okay. Don't throw up. Don't throw up. I'm going to pee. What?
1: <laughs> that's going to be me in childbirth. <laughs> I stayed calm and it worked.
3: <laughs> that's such yes. a great line.
1: <laughs> I was thinking
3: that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, that's uh, pretty standing. cool. Uh, I know we're going to hear this from him, but like this record was a long time. It, it took a long time to break this, right? Yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll we'll get into it soon. But before we do, <laughs> do you got some trivia?
2: It's your court-mandated trivia here uh, today. We're talking about Super Mario Brothers, uh, and today's trivia is about Shigeru Miyamoto. He is the video game producer, director uh, behind Nintendo's most successful and beloved franchises, of course, including Super Mario Brothers, The Legend of Zelda, Donkey Kong, Star Fox, many more. He is the brain behind this all. Uh, It's fairly clear that Miyamoto's genius was the spark that took Nintendo from sort of like a middling arcade company in the late 70s to becoming the dominant force in video games over the last 35 years. Essentially, Miyamoto is the Walt Disney of games. As such, His body and his brain are extremely valuable to Nintendo, so valuable that the company has placed restrictions on him for his own personal safety. What is Shigeru Miyamoto not allowed to do according to Nintendo Company policy? A. Despite his love of filet mignon, Miyamoto is only allowed to eat meat twice a year to ensure heart health. And longevity.
3: Oh my God. What? <laughs> it's not it. B, That's not it.
2: Okay. B, Miyamoto used to bike to work daily until Nintendo feared for his safety and banned him from riding bicycles in, you know, like uh, city areas, insisting that he commute by car instead. That is choice B. Or is it C, Miyamoto may not? take less than 12,000 steps per day and wears a fitness tracker that sends data to staff doctors at Nintendo who notify Miyamoto when he's not getting enough aerobic exercise.
3: (laughs) They're all weird, but I'm going with C.
2: (laughs) Allie chooses 12,000 steps, closely monitored.
1: Closely monitored. Um, And I will go with B. Cars are
3: so dangerous, though, you know?
1: <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't want to believe the filet mignon thing is true. Yeah, me that's neither. <laughs> me neither.
3: It's very specific. And also, it's not like all meat. It's like just filet mignon. Like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, let me clarify. Uh, he says he is only allowed to eat meat twice a year. He loves filet mignon. Perf- okay. That's his personal choice. But okay. all meat is banned except for uh, okay. m- maybe holidays. Yeah, no, I'm, sticking up, I'm, sticking with C. I'm sticking with C. You're sticking, okay. All right, we will find out the correct ban on Miyamoto's behavior after this commercial break.
1: Thank you very much
3: to... Chris Harrison. Jerry Duran. Jessica Fox. Melissa Elliott. James Dozier. Deborah
1: Duperbant. Kathy Phillips. William. Matthew Scott. Wesley Cordell. All of you special speedrunners donated to our Patreon at the $10 level or more, and we want to thank you so very much as quickly as we can. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank
2: you.
0: Help Wanted advertisement from Owings Mills. From the town square of the information superhighway, Craigslist.org.
3: My son is a singing boy. He wants the famous life because of the music in his throat. We entered him in the contest, but the contest is girls only. They crush my son's dreams like a real-life gargoyle. Please take a picture of my son, but make him like a girl with makeup? He says he's fine with it. We want to trick the mean contest into thinking this boy-son is girl-son so he can win the trophy and help pay for a backpack that isn't wet. Well, that was a little odd.
1: <laughs> it's a little odd. Listen,
3: I think it was very supportive, you know? Yeah. He's a boy. She's like, I'll do whatever, you know? You need him to be a girl, like whatever. Gender is a construct, you
1: know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: And they paid a shit ton of money for that ad placement. So I, I, I wasn't going to push back.
1: Right, right, right. Well, <laughs> on that note, uh, Matt, what's the trivia? What's going on with that?
2: What's the trivia? Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, the genius behind Nintendo's most famous faces uh, and properties, he's not allowed to do some stuff according to company policy. Uh, a, he's only allowed to eat meat twice a year, uh, keeping his heart healthy. No one chose that. B, he loves to bike to work. And then Nintendo said, no, get in a car. You're, you're too valuable. Uh, Ali, you went with the bike, is that right?
3: Mm-hmm. No, no, I didn't go with the bike.
2: All right, great. Uh, I have failed.
1: I went with the bike. <laughs> okay. The other person here. The other and
2: person. Yeah. yeah, I could not reach a pen when you said the answers, and then I wrote down the wrong answers. So Jen goes with B, the bike. Ali chose C, that Miyamoto must take 12,000 steps a day, otherwise he is alerted. Uh, by physicians uh, tracking him through a fitness tracker. That was Allie's choice. Everyone sticking with your answers? Yes. The correct answer is B, no bikes.
3: No bikes for you. That is so silly, but you did it, Jen. You did it. I did it. I basically chose bites. it
1: because you chose C. Yeah. <laughs> B is for bite.
2: Uh, this is by way of Mental Floss, uh, which has lots of little factoids about uh, Miyamoto and Nintendo, but it comes out of a uh, a New Yorker profile of Miyamoto called "Master of Play," where he gets you know into the nitty gritty about his inspiration. He's, gosh, he's an amazing person who just was like my childhood was about wandering through the forest. And isn't that a great adventure? And then he's like, what if I made a video game? And now we have the legend of Zelda. Like he's just such a, I don't know, all these, these, these middle, you see these middle-aged Japanese men and they're like these beautiful children who are like, I love everything's beautiful. And let's make these beautiful worlds. He's just such a, he's an inspiring person who created the Mickey Mouse of video games. Super Mario is like, I don't know, it's such a powerful image that appeals to adults, children, it's, it's everywhere, there's games, movies, uh, so that is his story. He's a very cool, a cool cat who may not bike to work. <laughs> Too valuable.
1: Oh my gosh, I love Super Mario when I was a kid I so I hope he much. dies in a car crash.
3: <laughs> <gasps> I'm sorry, but that bike thing is silly, it doesn't make any sense! You Someone can. had to say it. You can't th- They'll be
1: like, Wait. man, we should let him bike. Statis- <laughs> but statistically, it must be less likely in a car than on a bike to get fatally I had the hit. I same thought.
2: I wonder about yeah. that. Because uh, although this is Japan, so uh, maybe it's all self-driving cars at this point. Oh, and then I thought like, well, th- this is from whenever this article was from 2016 or something, something a while back, like Miyamoto must be in a fucking bunker right now uh, with COVID. like... Yeah, he's he's old. He's elderly. Like you can't yeah. do not let him out of the bunker because he's he's too important.
1: Right. Well, I think we should get to our interview because it's going to be a good one, guys. So today we are so happy to welcome a, a true winner, a champ, into this podcasting room with us and with all of you listening now. Uh, please welcome to the show Niftsky. Uh, who just set the new world speedrunning record for Super Mario Brothers. Welcome, Nivsky. What's up, everyone? Hi. Congratulations.
4: Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. How are you feeling in the after effects of this historic speedrun?
4: I'm kind of overwhelmed. There's been (laughs) a lot of support. Even like after my 455.430 former world record, this one got like a lot more than I expected compared to the last one.
1: Wow. Yeah. What's life been like for you since you set the record? Like just are you getting a lot of
4: people reaching out to you or what's it been like? Oh, yeah. There's been a a lot of news articles like reporting on it and just like obviously you guys contacted me. There's been a lot of other people contact me about it. It's just been a good time. That's awesome.
3: Can you tell us in your own words, what is speed running?
4: (laughs) We know we're getting super basic trying to beat a game as fast as possible by any means so using glitches not cheating not in a cheating way but using glitches and just grinding out the game and
3: how are glitches not cheating <laughs>
4: <laughs> there was an old website I for- I forgot the name because I'm kind of on the spot right now but there was an old website of like the early days of the internet when people used to speedrun Super Mario Bros and uh, they didn't y- allow glitches on the website but there's a new website people use called speedrun.com. It's not it's not like brand new, but like people moved on to speedrun.com and the general community supported just using glitches to beat the game as fast as possible. So that's pretty much why like we use glitches. Mm-hmm.
2: The other thing I love about it is like... The game is is made with flaws and all, so it's kind of like here is the game as it was given to us from you know on high by a, by a Nintendo. and you're not changing the game, you're not using a code or a, or you're you're not changing the code of the game. You are saying, well, in this format as it exists, it's broken. So if I can warp ahead, that is within the rules because we're not changing the game, we're just exploiting. The game as it is
4: totally Yeah, that's exactly like how we interpret glitches we don't really see it as like cheating or anything like that
1: and what was your secret sauce then for uh setting this new record with super mario bros like was there a glitch that you found that hadn't other people hadn't found before what was it exactly
4: it wasn't a new glitch but it's new in terms of like including it in runs the glitch i included was eight one flagpole glitch which basically what flagpole glitch is, is you align yourself up pretty much perfectly at the base of the flagpole, and then you Mm -hmm. do a certain combination of inputs, and you clip in the flagpole, and you grab the flagpole too low to where the flagpole doesn't, like, come down, and it saves time. I was pretty much the first world record, not pretty much, but I was the first world record to include eight-one flagpole glitch because it includes, like, a harder, like, and more frame-perfect things to to do it. So other people knew it was there and had tried it, but you were the first one to really get it? I was the first one to get it and finish out the run. Like, it's been done in runs many of times, but it's just, like, so hard to clutch everything else out.
1: Well, we're curious to know, how does it feel to beat a computer? Like, that's cool. Do you feel superhuman? Like, you beat a computer's (laughs) time. Do you have hope that we can beat the robots someday? Like, how does it feel? (laughs)
4: Well, as long as maybe something new will get discovered tomorrow, I mean, it, yeah. anything could happen and we could just beat it before a new task is created. Okay. But the <laughs> likelihood of that happening is pretty low because the last time the task was improved was I think 10 or 11 years ago now. So, the likelihood wow. of finding like a new like a new time save is like super duper low
2: you should define a task for for us and for the listeners.
4: Oh Yeah, so a task, it stands for a tool-assisted speedrun. Basically, a human goes and replicates like a tool-assisted speedrun input by input to just try to beat the game as fast as possible. And the current tool-assisted speedrun of the game is 454.03. So I'm just about 0.9 Zero point nine seconds off the tool-assisted speedrun.
2: Wow! Wow! So, so just so I understand it, it's like recreating every perfect moment, jump, frame by frame, one frame at a time to to look at a game and say, "Yep, this is the." There is no way faster than this. We've I, we've analyzed it, and you're saying you are fractions of a second away from the quote unquote. Perfect version, notwithstanding, hey, we find another glitch, you know, two weeks from now.
4: Yeah, that's correct.
3: Thank you for breaking that down. I'm now following. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's a lot of different goals with games, you know, like top score, things like that. When did speedrunning really become its own community, do you think?
4: It's kind of been a thing since like early 2000s, like as soon as like people started getting on the internet and like the internet became like a main source of attraction, it kind of grew a lot more in like, I think the tw- 2010s. And then now it's like the past few years, it's really been like super popular between different communities or like speedrunning communities.
1: Well, we want to get into the community shortly. Um, but i just curious, how did you get into speedrunning? What drew you to it?
4: I got into the speedrunning scene pretty much. I started speedrunning Super Mario Bros first. I've not really played any other game besides a game called Red Ball. I've speedrun that before, but the first game I started speedrunning was Super Mario Bros. I just got a video recommended to me. I think it was business video just breaking down Cosmic's 456 world record or something like that. And that like really inspired me to just start and like just give this a try, and then one day out of boredom, I just started doing it, and I had such a deep love for the game that I just kept grinding it every day, hours and hours on end, until I got like super good at it.
3: Yeah, how many hours have you spent playing it?
4: That's a really good question, because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> pretty much every day, at least a few hours. If I if I'm like at home on my computer and I have some free time, I usually spend that grinding Super Mario Bros.
3: If you had to guess how many hours of your life (laughs) have you spent playing Super Mario Brothers? Rough estimate. (laughs)
4: Let's
3: do the math right now together, (laughs) okay? A couple hours a day.
4: How many, okay,
3: so what's the average number of
1: hours per day? Oh, per day? Yeah, Yeah. per day.
4: Oh, per day? Um, Yeah. Three to four hours. Okay. In total, (laughs) maybe like 5,000. More than that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. probably. Wow. Mm.
3: Okay. How, how many years more. have you been doing this?
4: Two and a half. I, I think I started around February 2019. Wow, Kay. that's very
2: short. Yeah. Wow. You When you think about yeah. a professional athlete or something, like you're talking years and years. Uh, an adjacent well, Matt, question. It,
3: I do want to let you know that this is this is different than sports.
2: <laughs> but I, Or I guess I'm saying like, vir- yes, full stop. But mm-hmm. virtuosity, meaning like... I am the world record holder at something. Usually, you're talking about a lifetime's worth of training. You know what I, I mean? I don't know.
3: I'm a world record holder, yeah. and I didn't train at all.
2: Oh, is it like for like a bubble gum rubber band ball or some <laughs> bullshit?
3: Yeah, we'll discuss.
2: <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like this is it. This is a feat that that is is not. There, there, is, there are only a handful of people on Earth yes. who can get times like this. So yeah. so only two years of, yeah. right, of right. quote-unquote training just, is very yep. interesting. Matt, and my you question you could
3: be a record holder, okay? Just buckle I, down. What were you doing I, well, in quarantine?
2: I, this is my question. Children?
3: I, uh. I
2: also play multiple hours of video games a day or in the evenings or whatever but like i have
3: so many questions about your parenting matt because i know you play so many (laughs) videos and i just don't understand because like in my mind people have no time after they have kids i mean it's inspiring right because like yeah but
1: we'll talk about the children he's (laughs) you don't (laughs) you
2: don't watch television is the answer but my question for nipski is is um it sounds very boring, you know what I mean, <laughs> to, 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 to do yeah. this. It's not a large game, and it's the same levels over and over, so how do you stick with it? What is bur- what is driving you?
4: Honestly, I think what really drove me to just keep going and just not stop was there was always like some sort of new time save that I could mm. do, or not a new time save, but a time save that I hadn't included in my speedrun that I could always just go back and and try to get it in a speedrun. And usually I would do that. If if it was like a hard time save, I would do that within a few months. And then I would be like, okay, we got that time save. Now let's go and try to get this other time save that saves a little bit more time. And then I kind of just kept doing that until I just ended up getting 454. Right. Breaking
2: it off into little chunks. But the thing that would kill me is like all right i figured out how to do this thing this little time save glitch or whatever and i've got that down pat but now i have to get that and all the other things exactly right every single time so you could have a perfect beautiful run that's amazing and you fuck up one thing one frame and that run is over it's blown and that perseverance is just something that um, i admire cannot relate to you know what i mean
4: Yeah, it's really been a grind, especially like another thing is like because this is the quote unquote last second barrier. And the reason why I say that is because obviously the task gets 454.03 and there's no known way of getting 453 or lower. So we call this the last second barrier as of right now until like a new time save is discovered, obviously. But thinking about like the last second barrier and just thinking Okay, this might be like a huge grind. It's gonna it's gonna take a lot of time, but if I can do all these tricks in one run and finish it out, this would just be like something really amazing and like monumental to me. So cool. Well, we do want to talk about community shortly, but first, we wanted to throw out a few
1: speedrunning terms that you could help us understand, <laughs> um, just because you know this is completely new to us, and we're guessing probably for, for a lot of our listeners. What is routing or routing? I don't know how you say it.
4: Like a route is generally what time saves you're going to include. Because like if if there's like a lot of time saves in one run, you would probably want to pick the easiest route, which means you would want to pick the easiest time saves to get a specific time. So a specific path to do specific tricks.
3: What about sequence breaking or skips?
4: usually just like manipulating the game like its intended path and, and skipping that part of the game. In SMB1, we usually call that like wrong warps because it warps you to the wrong place. So basically in 4.2, for example, what I do in my speedrun is I enter a pipe and that takes me to the warp zone section. But generally the intended way, it's to climb up a vine to get to that warp zone section but by manipulating mario's on-screen like positioning you can get him to go in the warp zone a little bit faster
1: well that's okay. fun so what what is a credits warp in that case that was our next term
4: there hasn't been one discovered in super mario bros usually that's also called something like ace also known as arbitrary code execution but you can see something like that in like Super Mario World where you just manipulate like very specific values in the game to warp you straight to the credits thing and I think in Super Mario World you can you can beat it in like I think under a minute if I remember correctly because of that it's pretty insane.
1: In under a minute?
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: I spent my entire childhood trying to beat that game. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, okay, what about any percent, 100 percent, low percent? What what do all those kind of refer to?
4: Any percent? It's, it's pretty much any percent of the game. You could beat like 10 percent and then just beat the game as fast as possible. A hundred percent is pretty much going through like doing all levels and like there's not really a hundred percent for SMB one. It's I think it's called it's called warpless instead of a hundred percent because in any percent you use warps, but in warpless you don't use warps. So you go through all the levels, and that's pretty much a hundred percent of Super Mario Bros. I love all these
2: like subcategories of like, oh, I want to see the warpless version. I want to see the glitchless version. And as a as a more casual fan myself, I'm like, no, no. I just here's the game. Break it as hard as possible to get the very best. I want to see the very best time. I don't care what the rules are. And that's sort of like any percent glitchless, you know, uh, you know, fastest time. It's just all these like layers of the subculture are so, uh, so crazy to me. So fascinating.
4: Yeah. Any other just really major terms that we should know? There's another glitch called bullet bill glitch, where you wait on a bullet bill cannon to shoot. You manipulate patterns. So the bullet bill cannon shoots. And then when it shoots, you land on the bill in just the right position. And then instead of Mario walking to the castle, he kind of just walks against the flagpole and the timer instantly starts counting down. And that's another uh, time save over like what the record was a year ago.
2: You must see the game differently from other people, meaning, you know, uh, the game was made to be played in an, in an intended way. And then you are breaking it down so that you're like, oh, actually, the physics here and the sprites here. And here's an asset that was never used or whatever. And so it, it's almost like you're peeling back the curtain. You're going behind the scenes of how the thing was made. What do you know or what do you understand about how the game was coded or built? Or how do speedrunners perceive it in a way that the average player doesn't. Does that question I know that question is very broad, but yeah. does it make sense?
4: That makes sense. Like an average casual player wouldn't really care about frames. They would just care about beating the game. Frames, sub pixels, uh sub speed, you know, wrong warps, flagpole glitch, bullet bill glitch, all those like tricks and then like um setups. You have to like manipulate your sub and like Stuff What's like a that. subpixel?
2: I, I'm not familiar with that.
4: A subpixel is basically, I think, a sixteenth of a pixel. Hmm. So, like, there's a block, and it, I think, it's made up of like sixteen pixels. And I think there's, if I remember correctly, two hundred fifty-six subpixels in a block. As a subpixel, in short terms, is it's just basically like Mario's positioning that's more precise than a pixel. Okay. Like you could be standing on a specific pixel. And then subpixels is kind of like the more precise like thing that you don't see like in the game, but it's kind of like kept note in the background.
2: Yeah, the yeah, N- and not to get too in the weeds, but it's an amazing game because like you think of the pixel as the sort of atomic unit of a you know eight bit game or whatever, but the motion in this game is so fluid that yes, m- Mario's foot can be on pixel A, but he can also move a sixteenth of a Pixel forward, and that might be the difference between you saving a second or or losing, or what. It's just it's it's a piece of software that's way 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 ahead of its time. But I digress.
3: Well, let's get into the community. So I think obviously there's probably a lot going on on Twitch. Where does the speedrunning community congregate? And I assume you share tips. Like what goes on there?
4: The general Super Mario Bros. community all reside at Super Mario Bros. Speedrunning Discord. Usually, if there's like a new player and they want to learn about that, then you can go on speedrun.com and then like the Discord's uh, in speedrun.com slash SMB1, the Discord's like right on the side there.
3: But speedrun.com is where you'd go for, and there's a variety of games that people are congregating over. Is that right?
4: Yeah. Okay. That's like the main like place everyone goes to. In Super Mario Bros. Speedrunning... We also have like private discords where usually we'll we'll voice call and then sometimes we'll do speedruns in the voice call.
3: Where you're speedrunning together or...
4: Yeah, we could be racing to a specific time or we could just be racing, or not racing, but just speedrunning two different categories and just sometimes we get bored just doing it alone and we voice call and do it.
3: So how did that community... If at all, how did they celebrate your record breaking?
4: Yeah, everyone went wild. Like, even outside of the speedrunning community, it got more attraction, but everyone was like super happy that 454 finally happened after all these years.
1: This is a big question. Um, But since you said it took like 10 years, is that right? Yeah from our understanding of it, I think, or my understanding is that people were probably, you know, everybody's speed running, they're giving their tips, you're picking them up along the way. Like, how did the community guide you to this point? <laughs> if at all, you know, are you just constantly on forums, like reading what people are doing? Or how did it help you kind of break the record yourself? If if at all,
4: there were easier methods found to like get new time saves. So basically you can lose or gain time in the game in increments of 0.35 seconds. We just needed to save two frame rolls, which is two increments, pretty much increments of 0.35 seconds in order to get 454 because 0.35 seconds times two is 0.7. And then we just needed to save that amount of time over a 455.6. So the first thing that was really discovered was... like an easier method of getting bullet bill glitch. And that was found by Kriller37. He found a way to get it without having to do frame perfect inputs at the start of the level to accelerate faster. And ever since like the day he found that, a lot of people, including me and like other top speedrunners like Miniland have been trying to get that in a run. I was the first person to close out a speedrun of that when I got 455.430 with that time save. And then the next time save was obviously 8.1 flagpole glitch, which had been known for, I think, about three, maybe four years now. It was just so difficult that nobody was implementing it into the run. But that was pretty much the last, like, one of the last time saves you can do in a run to save 0.35 seconds. And that was a requirement for 454.
2: It's almost like uh, ingredients in a recipe of one person saying, "Hey, I found this," and another person saying, "Hey, f- I found this," and you're saying, "Well, I, you know, we've been using this trick for 10 years, and you found a way to mix them all together into a run that you also could physically do as a player, and it worked for you. You like you. It's almost like you found the secret combination that worked for you, and it led you to the record. Is that fair? Is that accurate?"
4: Well, yeah, but it wasn't like a secret, like a lot of people knew Mm -hmm. about it, Mm -hmm. but like I said, it was just so difficult that like nobody really wanted to do it in a run because (laughs) it would just take so long and so much grinding, but a lot of other like 454 contenders, we all just pretty much came together and we were like, you know, we're down to do this. We're down to just grind this out until we get it. So,
1: would you say the rules of speedrunning change like as the community changes over the years? Like have you have you seen speedrunning evolve even in the couple of years that you've been doing it?
4: Yeah, definitely. For a speed game like Minecraft where the timer actually pauses if you pause the game, and then people were abusing that. This is like a new thing by the way. People were kind of abusing that to like pause the timer and then like Use that to calculate their next move or to just like calm their nerves. And it kind of mm-hmm. like went against like the rules of speedrunning. So I think that's going to be like a new rule put in place.
2: Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm.
3: We've heard a lot about different gaming and speedrunning communities raising money for charity. And we'd love to hear about some of those campaigns.
4: Yeah. So GDQ is like an event called Games Done Quick. Which is what GDQ stands for. And a lot of speedrunning communities gather there and they speedrun and then they get a lot of live viewers and donations and like raise money. I think generally it's for like cancer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm a big fan. It's really exciting because it's like you're watching it live, you're seeing it happen in real time, and you're also seeing the community like get excited about the next run. And they broadcast like 24 seven for a week. So like at three in the morning, people are there being like, "Yeah, I can't wait." And also, they have these like tiers where it's like, if we reach this threshold of donation, then we'll play this crazy version of a game that you know everyone would wants to see. And it's like it's sort of like everyone getting together to support a great cause they've raised like crazy millions of dollars for like Doctors Without Borders and Cancer, as, as Nipsky was saying. So it's a cool time. I think it's twice a year that they do it.
1: So awesome. Okay. Well, we have some questions from our Discord. Desreel asks, is there a secret war going on between the speedrunners and the 100% completionists? <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, not really. It, it kind of just stays in its own category. Like if, If people are like competing for for like a specific second barrier, uh, then it generally stays in that category. But I can say personally that the speedrunning community of Red Ball and and like Super Mario Bros. speedrunning community, we kind of held like a friendly competition of like who would get uh, the next achievement first, and our achievement was obviously four fifty four. And their achievement was sub three, which the world record in Red Bull, which is just like, is basically just like an old flash game from like, made like 10 years ago. The world record in Red Bull is currently at a 301. So it's pretty much a second off of a sub three or under three minute time. We kind of had like a friendly competition of that just to see like which community would get it first.
1: Gotcha. But friendly competition, not a secret war. yeah okay we have a
3: couple questions from streetlamp kid who is the listener who recommended this in about 2018 or something like that there was a huge controversy over several high score records that resulted in a couple of people being permanently banned from the community uh cheating might be hard to talk about without singling people out but a good scandal is always an interesting listen (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: there have been people caught cheating in this community it's it's not super common for it to happen but every once in a while at least every year there's at least like a few people caught cheating whether that's like a top player or just like I i don't know the term i'm trying to i'm trying to think of like a term for like someone who who's not a top player but anyways right like like a, um, not a
2: not that it's pro, not none of this is professional but like you know you have top tier players who are recognized by the community who if they are yeah. caught cheating then it's you know it's a big deal and then other more casual it's yeah i know more amateur players
4: yeah there is a player that um kind of recently got into some controversy and he's a top player and he's also a 454 contender He got into some controversy because he cheated like a few years back in a different community and he got caught for it and he got some times really fast and the moderators found it sketchy and they kind of did an investigation and eventually he showed us like all the proof and and stuff we needed to deem it legitimate and he kind of got like our trust back.
3: Okay. Okay. That's good. So Vegan Comrade wrote, and Jen and I don't necessarily understand this, but (laughs) how much time do you think can realistically be saved at this point? And how did your run compare to the current optimized TAS and what does he think is or isn't humanly possible in the current TAS?
4: So as I said earlier, 453, just impossible, not happening. Unless a new time mm-hmm. save is discovered, but very unlikely. So we kind of have to look at like milliseconds at this and frames. The current task is 454.03, but it abuses uh, something called left plus right, which if you don't know on a NES controller, like original hardware controller, you can't hold left and right at the same time because of like a thing blocking it from from happening. But obviously on keyboard you can, but I have to have like an option on my emulator that disallows that. But Mm -hmm. left plus right is not possible to do unless you like break or mod your your controller. So that's kind of out of the question and that's what the 454.03 abuses. So without saving another frame roll or 0.35 seconds, Earlier on in the game, you would need to save just frames in the last level, which is eight, four, where frame rolls don't matter. And you can just save every individual frame because the timing ends. As soon as you grab the ax, the last frame roll left is in four, two, and I'm the only one that's ever gotten it. it. And it was in practice. It wasn't in like a speed run. My sum of best of like sum of best segments is a 454.315 if you like, add together all of the time saves I've ever done, even in practice.
2: Right. All the perfect pieces from all your runs combined equals an even better time if you were to get it in one shot.
4: Yeah. So that would actually be three frames off the no left plus right task.
2: But my larger question is, why do you feel that finding a new glitch is unlikely or impossible is it because man we have scoured this game top to bottom there is nothing left to do or could a new glitch pop up next week like why do you doubt that
4: well the task hasn't been improved in 10 years Mm -hmm. and that the last task improvement was like i think late 2009 And it it got improved by a single frame or a 60th of a second because the game runs at 60 FPS. So when I see a frame, it's a 60th of a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of just like we've scoured this game top to bottom and we can't find any more time saves.
2: Mm -hmm. Have there been any AIs? I know people set up AIs to play uh, linear pixel-perfect games like uh, SMB. Could an AI do something here that a tool-assisted human... Cannot or has that been discussed at all?
4: I think that's kind of been looked into, but the majority of what bots or AIs do is kind of Im- trying to improve current uh, time saves to make mm-hmm. current time saves easier, not really to find like a new trick. But okay. for example, like a player by the name of Three Creepio has a <laughs> bot, that, <laughs> they have a bot and it runs through the third to last level, which is eight 2 and it find it tries to find a combination of enemy bops that manipulates RNG or a random number generator in the game. So every time you get to the level, you can do that same combination of enemy bops and then get like a bullet bill at the end of the of the level. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how the A2 bullet bill glitch is used with like the combination of enemy bops and then arriving on time arriving fast enough to get that bullet bill shot but he he's looked in like pretty much into every frame roll in the game with that bot and gathered a bunch of like notes and stuff
2: yeah so again m- maybe to translate a little bit here it's like the game randomizes certain things like enemies or placement of fireballs or whatever but you can Manip- you can set yourself up by manipulating that randomness to, to then spit out the thing you want when you arrive at that place so that you can take advantage of the bullet bill glitch when you get there, as opposed to it being, as opposed to the average player who's like, I got to this place and the enemy was there, got to this place and the enemy wasn't there. Speedrunners are, with the with the help of tools, c- computers, they're saying, we're manipulating these dice rolls so that we get what we want every single time.
4: yeah.
3: So what's next for you? What what record are you aiming for now? Or are you just going to retire?
4: <laughs> nah, I don't I don't know when I'll retire honestly. I mean, I have a lot of love for this game. I mean, this is basically almost like the only game I play now, so I don't have any plans on stopping anytime soon. Even for my 454, I still plan on pushing that lower by milliseconds and frames and stuff like that. One of my current goals as of right now is to get the Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels or Super Mario Bros. 2 Japan world record back. It's currently sitting at a 753.853 by Eyeball1. I used to have that record for four months, but it got beaten first by Scalpel by a single frame. So I had 753.936 and Scalpel got 753.920. And then, I think it was like two or three days later, Eyeball got the world record with 753.8. So now I'm third place, I want to get first place in that game. Me and Eyeball are kind of racing to 753.5 world record, so yeah.
1: Well, Nifsky, we wish you the best of luck. And we thank you for being here today in the midst of the crazy media storm around your wonderful accomplishment. So thank you so much.
4: (laughs) Yeah, it was a pleasure being here.
3: Man, I believe in you. I think you could beat one. No. (laughs) Yeah, I think you could. You just got to become a neglectful parent for like two years. You're good. Yeah. I'm just going to say, I don't believe Matt could
1: do it.
2: You, you, I know. D- you don't no well, no you shouldn't.
3: For the record, just remember who believes in you, Matthew. It's me. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough.
2: Okay. Th- or, this is the difference yeah. between I just love going out there and and throw and playing baseball, throwing the ball around. I have a good time and it's a lot of fun with my friends and family. I love baseball. Versus, I'm a professional baseball player who hits home runs and makes millions of dollars. Like that's the difference in yeah. skill and passion that we're talking about. And I am a lover of games. Who has no skill or desire to become, you know, a runner?
1: You like strolling through Animal Crossing. You don't yeah. want to like demolish all the animals. Yeah.
4: There you go. There you go. <laughs>
1: well, cool. It seems like these are mostly old games. Is that right? As far as you know, Matt? Like,
2: the older games have so much history and love that there is, uh, you know, as Nifty was saying, there's so much. Time to analyze them and deconstruct them. So the older games tend to be the more popular, I think. But games that are brand new are getting speed runned, speed ran uh, all the time. They just don't have as, maybe don't have as as big a community right away. But um, it's crazy. He was talking about Minecraft because Minecraft is procedurally generated. So every time you start up a new game, it's different although for speedrunning maybe they use a certain seed i don't know i'm talking out of school but there's so much randomness or and bigness to a game like minecraft that it's like hey i'm going to get this ore and i'm going to use it to make this thing that i need well if that's not there then i got to go search for it elsewhere and that's a crazy that's a crazy amount of uh, effort and thought that goes into that with super Mario brothers. It is the same every time down to the pixel, which is why he's saying like, we have looked at every sub pixel to see where can Mario stand to get the best. Like it is, it's a difference between a between like precision and randomness. I don't know. I was thinking also about like, think of it in terms of like, um, olympic sprinters right you have two sprinters and they're both amazing at what they do and they're running on a track but on sprinter number two there's a pebble on the track you know something that you can't account for and they step on the pebble and maybe that shaves a tenth of a second off their time and that changed the outcome of the match or the record with a with a video game it is computer code it's the same every time so it comes down to pixels frames and Human skill. There, there is nothing else. There are no other variables, and that is really interest. It's really interesting to me and to the to these communities. I, I imagine different from sports, as Ali was saying, in in very precise technical ways. I think.
1: Yeah, got me thinking about how I walk through New York City and like try to take the shortcuts. You find the optimal mm-hmm. way there. You get that obs- you get that obsessive That's feeling true. about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, I
3: remember that. It's like, oh well, if I hop on the two three here, if it's coming in one minute, but if it's coming in three, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's it.
2: Mm-hmm. You road. nailed I it. You did. It.
3: New York. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> man, you guys should have told me that at the top.
2: <laughs> and, there you go. And, and those trains, fucking random. That's yeah. RNG. Random and bullshit so will fuck glitches. up your day. Yeah, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, it's going me
3: started.
2: Well, uh, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, as always, please chime in. Let us know what you think. If you have additional questions, um, you know, we'll do our best to answer for you. Uh, but uh, talk to us. So you can tweet at me at Junebugger. I'm at Allie Gold. You can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail. La la la, we love that. That phone number is. 347-871-6548. That number again. 347-871 And we would absolutely love for you to join uh, our, either our Discord server or our Facebook group. So Discord, or you can both. go to di- or both. Donuts. Discord. <laughs> discord.gg/2g1p. Head there. Or head to facebook.com slash group slash Two Girls One Podcast. And or just search for Two Girls One Podcast in on Facebook. This group is new. We're trying to get it going. There are a lot of people there already, and we would love to see you there, too. At if they would like to contribute, what do they do?
3: Oh, my gosh. Please do. Go to patreon.com slash 2G1P. It's just us throwing this thing together, and it would be so helpful. Thank you.
1: All right, guys. We will see you next time. Bye.
0: Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula then sent down a wrong warp. I mean produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by the podglomerate. This show is a production of the Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet.
4: The Podglamour, a sonic universe.
3: He wants the famous life because of the music in his throat.